program is about bringing up controversial subjects and a series of quests for strange horrors. It feels good. Guidance is internal. We live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas of infinity. Do not think there are things in this universe which you cannot understand and which are true. Welcome to Far Off Topic, episode 19. I'm your host, Fiasco Jones, and with me today is Tiwi. We're going to make your brain hurt more than usual in this episode because today we're getting hot and bothered about 5G. That's right, we're going to delve into the frightening consequences of technology's misguided intermediary step toward the future via a telecommunications upgrade from hell. Will this unchecked half-step toward progress be the new doom of humanity? Or does coronavirus still have some lessons to teach us about hyperbolic metaphor? Only time will tell. Until then, insulate your reproductive organs because it's about to get toasty up in here. (laughs) Of course, of course, after we convince everyone it's wise to live like Jimmy's brother from Better Call Saul, Tiwi and I investigate claims that evil forces are using the cover of the coronavirus pandemic to unearth terrible secrets from below New York City's Central Park. That's at the end of the show. With that said, Tiwi, what have you been doing to stave off boredom? Well, today I actually joined a um, Reunite America group on Facebook just to troll them because (laughs) they're the worst. What is Reunite America? It's like one of those groups of people that wants to basically open up America. They don't want to shelter in place or stay home Uh. anymore. Yeah. They're awesome. I actually... Can I just read? (laughs) Let me see if I can find this, because there is, like, one of the dumbest threads I think I've ever seen in my life, but it's, like, mildly entertaining because it's so bad. Like, the person is so stupid, and the analogy they're trying to make doesn't even make sense, and somebody's trying to, like, help them out, (laughs) and it just, it goes nowhere. Let's see. Maybe All I can't right. find. There's too many posts. Never mind. They post like constantly. <laughs> That's the downside of joining this group. But they're just so excited to open up America, though. They you know, are, so. and they also all have a friend that's a doctor. <laughs> that's just like <laughs> this mysterious doctor that says it's all lies. I'm like, I'm, yeah, this is nothing <laughs> other than the flu. Don't worry <laughs> like, about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this group is probably um, gonna be something I regret. <laughs> I will say that it. I feel like when it's all said and done, coronavirus will eventually have an ideological um, component to it. We'll start seeing that, like, if you hold certain beliefs, um, you're more likely to catch it just because those beliefs coincide with behavior. Um, I feel like it, it's just going to decimate conservatives left and right, and uh, that'll be an interesting to, if that plays out. You know, if that, if, if, thing, if that holds true. I'll be uh, interested to see that. I think it's about to, I don't know, if we, because we are supposedly, sounds like everybody's sort of gearing to go back. I think it's going to be like another wave. Uh, We'll see. uh, We'll see. All right, well, it's time to jump into our feature story, which comes to us from within the cavernous, unstable stacks of Xerox fanzines and self-published manifestos, which ultimately manifests... That paranoid style. The protection of civil liberties. Worldwide surveillance, phones, satellite communication. You've got no right to come into my home. The NSA can read the time off your fucking wristwatch. 
In what seems like a lifetime ago, during a more innocent age, people used to worry about different things. No one wondered if they were playing Russian roulette every time they went to the grocery store. Instead, they worried about dangers much more close and intimate to themselves. Things like online privacy protection, home security, whether or not the greeters at Walmart are fugitive serial killers biding their time, smiling at incoming customers until their next spell of berserker bloodlust pushes them over the edge. That and cell phone radiation. Cell phone radiation anxiety disorder, as I like to call it, is a genus of that much broader family of EMF anxiety disorders. Those are defined, by this program at least, as psychological conditions that focus primarily on the insidious toxic effects of electromagnetic frequencies. After plugging that phrase into Google, I was deluged with a quarantine week's worth of alarmist headlines. For instance, an electromagnetic health crisis. Wi-Fi is an important threat to human health. How worried should you be about health risks of 5G? 5G colon, a dangerous generation. Uh, so did you did you also plug these in, and did you have a, a particular alarmist headline that you saw that really made you go, oh, crap, rethink this the whole thing? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I would say I rethought anything. I feel like the... The 5G hysteria, there's sort of like two camps, which I think, I mean, we're going to get into this, but I feel like there's sort of the science and measured fear camp, and then there's the batshit crazy camp, and I do follow some conspiracy theory groups, and I've been seeing more of the batshit crazy Because a lot of it's the coronavirus, 5G stuff. And, you know, like George Soros somehow started all this. Just mix in a little with your (laughs) anti-Semitism and with, you know, whatever's whatever's in vogue at the time. (laughs) Right now, I guess it's Bill Gates. Like, Bill Gates is, like, apparently the devil right now. Hey, hey, you know what? I feel like I'm a, I feel kind of like a proud papa on that one. Because I've been Mm -hmm. pushing that Bill Gates is a sinister being that's put, that created coronavirus on one of the earlier shows. And I just feel like I'm just, I I put that idea out there in the world and it's seen fruit. It's stuck. Someone posted this photo (laughs) And it was like this photo of the, what's that? The Spanish flu. And it's like a bunch of nurses, you know, carrying the dead. And in the background, someone like photoshopped a cell tower. And someone's like, coincidence, I think not. Installation of 1G cell towers were around the pandemic of the Spanish flu. I'm like, what? (laughs) But then in the photo I saw, someone had also like photoshopped the Incredible Hulk in black and white. Like in the very far background. I don't think people noticed that. But it's just like. (laughs) But someone posted a comment that the nurse in the photo was actually George Soros's like grandmother. (laughs) Of course, of course. Again, (laughs) mix everything together. Um, I guess 5G is 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 picking up that that whatever that frequency is in the air of that paranoia. Maybe it's just all the isolation. I don't know. Maybe a lot of people are online. It's really hitting a nerve. I guess so. I guess so. But for yeah, I don't know. It's just the people are online and they're seeing these headlines and they're getting really, really worried. And I think for that reason, I would say 5G has a very high paranoia register. Um, it's just a thing I'm coining, it. and uh, oh. that would be <laughs> that's what I call it when okay. any particular conspiracy makes me or anyone in that in that matter uh, question their own understanding of the world. For instance, in my case, flat Earth. 
Uh, I would say it says a very low paranoia register. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's zero because when I watched the uh, Mark Sargent's oh, no. <laughs> Flat Earth Clues on YouTube, I myself began to wonder, you know, <laughs> like, how, how exactly do I know the Earth is actually round? I mean, do I'll I do know it. that? I mean, I've flown a lot. I've flown a lot. But, you know, when you're on the, that airplane, it doesn't get high enough to really see the curve. It still looks pretty flat. True. So, I, you know, I, I, had, I had this, you know, moment. I don't know how long it was, five minutes, ten minutes of crisis. It was like, a really, 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 the paranoia got over me. Like, I've never, ever, ever challenged this idea that the, the world is a globe. Uh, but then, you know, I found out that you could actually do simple tests in your backyard. Um, that you can go actually go to Lake Mead out here and do tests to f- prove that the, uh, the Earth is actually round. So, regardless... My crisis was quickly averted. For you, are there similar things? I mean, probably obviously not flat Earth. Well, flat Earth does nothing for me. Also, though, in full disclosure, I've actually never watched any of the the arguments for a flat Earth. Flat Earth clues? Yeah, I've pretty much just like moved on with my life and accept that the Earth is round. (laughs) Uh, See, see, I know. I guess for uh, paranoia register, I think 5G, it does have a high paranoia register. Um, It does make you ask some questions. Um, And my... Aren't you, you're a GMO. You have, you're you're very, you have a lot of GMO anxiety. I do have a lot of GMO anxiety. And, oh man, I hate saying this. It's like what everyone (laughs) says. I've done my research. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You're a crazy person. That's the Except, that's the, the log line behind Never Crazy. I know how to actually do research, though. I feel like people, oh. most people don't actually know how to do like an actual lit search where you search for everything on the topic, read all of them, including the citations, and then make a decision. I'm not like saying I looked online because most of my research was sort of in real time. So it's it's been an evolution over time. Also, and this is, I mean, I could go down my... Well, my well you know what? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> so you're going to say hi for GMO. Hi, paranoia register uh, yes, for GMO. Yes, yes. Whereas, you know, other people, I think would, it would it'd be surprisingly low. Um, to basically restate it, paranoia register is pretty subjective. You know, like it's... 5G would seem to have a much higher paranoia register than other similar conspiracies, despite it being pretty low on the list of exciting conspiracies currently competing for our attention. I, I can't say that, honestly, it was... <laughs> I mean, it's been there in my list of like things to talk about, but has never been the top of my list because it just seemed kind of dull. To be honest with you, really dull until recently. It does seem dull. I will say that's the other thing. I also, same thing. Like, I was aware of the 5G things. <laughs> like, I didn't know a lot about it because I never read about it because I was like, that sounds boring. Um, and then also, I think it's easy to just be kind of, it's like on the same level or it was on the same level as Flat Earth, where I'm like, whatever, like, just just accept it and move on. Once I heard people burning down 5G towers in England out of fear that they were spreading coronavirus, which is a thing that actually is happening, uh, that's when I was uh, tangentially aware that people were afraid of all of this thing, uh, which is strange. I also don't remember people being afraid of 4G or LTE or, I mean, yeah. I remember cell phone, the cell, the early cell phone paranoia, but other than that, um, nothing yeah. until, but 5G seems to really be 
scratching its way to the surface. It's gotten people really nervous. So the question is, uh, what are they saying about it? Um, are their fears merited? Well, this could be the, the paranoia talking, but maybe. I think that the, the more research we've done into this, research in quotation marks, you actually <laughs> did actually pull some research. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it does seem to have like elevated itself above flat earth considerably um and there may actually be something i don't know bland and interesting to, to talk about so uh first let's delve into what people are claiming is so wrong with 5g like all great investigators i started my search for the truth within the trusted walls of reddit jumping onto the 5g debates subreddit i found a post that i thought perfectly exemplified the anxiety of the contemporary 5g conspiracist Charles. This is a meme featuring a scene from the movie Logan. It shows Wolverine, played by Hugh Jackman, struggling through a casino hotel as everyone around him is paralyzed by mind bullets. I guess projected out of uh, Charles Xavier, I think. Uh, uh, it's titled, When They Turn 5G On Fully, which I think is a perfectly illustrates the macro level fears of the new technology, if not overselling it by Hollywood proportions. If anything, it belies the reality that 5G anxiety might be boiling over from the fringes of polite society. And here's a little sampling. Why are scientists both in the EU and USA putting up petitions to stop the 5G network? Old and young, mind you. I'm not a boomer, but there is a high level of radiation the normal being transmitted from these towers. And then there's this one as well. This recent conspiracy wave was done on purpose to discredit all criticism of 5G health concerns as a crazy conspiracy theory lunatic idea. Just like they did with the whole flat earth. First, the truth will be ridiculed. Look at how heavily Reddit is making fun of Herder 5G Kaiser's coronavirus. I've been seeing multiple memes about this on the front page daily since the UK tower was burned. I mean, I will say that that guy's last comment kind of, I feel like, disqualified him. Yeah, that he... last one was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the whole flat earth thing. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> Whatever, you know. I mean, it, it runs the gamut. Mm -hmm. uh, it will surprise no one to learn that people have been afraid of new things since the first helpful thing was offered to Eve, i.e. <laughs> a magic apple. The second after she learned she was living in a simulation created by a megalomaniacal monster, people started calling her a dumb slut and she was kicked out of her house future <laughs> <Jeez>. waves <laughs> that's harsh wow. hey that's the way the board the story Get goes out of here, you slag. <laughs> put on some clothes uh, exactly you're naked bitch <laughs> future waves of technological hostility have had differing amounts of success the luddites protested the adoption of stocking frames used in the textile industry but they were largely pushed aside because no one wanted to live in a world of expensive t-shirts the Amish, on the other hand, they live today pretending that their lives are in any way better without television or phones or radio, which is a patently an idiotic point of view. Um, so with that framing in mind, is this current wave of EMF anxiety the technological version of conservative and progressives? Uh, is it about familiarity versus change and progress and all that fun stuff? <sighs> I feel like for some people, yes. And for other, like for 
if we were to, to bring this whole thing up to mom, <laughs> I think it would be, she would be more Luddite. Like, her resistance. But yeah, she's but that's like baked into her matrix, though, is that yeah. she was afraid of the computer. I mean, she exactly. bought the computer. She yeah. bought the, the home computer and then refused to use it. But, but here's the other thing, too, though. So, like, on the opposite end, so there's that. There's, like, there's kind of the, the you know, computers are scary type thing. And the natural inclination of people who just have never, you know, really adapted to any kind of technology. But, like, let's say, like, things like CRISPR, you know, like gene editing. Yeah. That, once you start talking about that, I think you get far more people jumping on to the, hey, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. This is scary, you know? So, I mean, I feel like there's, there's, but it's still, if you listen to the the pro arguments, um, I just finished a book on it. And the woman who wrote it was just, you know, like, oh, by the way, all my fears of, of gene editing have gone away. I mean, she has a, a financial yeah. stake in it becoming very popular. But aside from that, she's just like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to benefit humanity in the long run. So we just need to get over it. Evolution is essentially gene editing. We're just doing it faster. So screw you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, I don't know where to stand on that because I can see like, OK, sure. Yeah, whatever. I think, but I'm yeah. still nervous about that. I still, I that still makes me very nervous. That's a really good analogy because I feel like my view of 5G is literally parallel to my view on CRISPR. I think CRISPR is great. I think it's really a huge innovation in being able to solve some long-standing health issues. But, but I feel like we need to use it with caution and not get overzealous as we are tending to do i feel like the the inverse to this would be the people like the the inverse to the people who are afraid of this in like the luddite sort of way are the people who are embracing it without any caution and wholeheartedly want to just throw everything into crispr like i feel like the people who are like, let's solve everything with CRISPR. Let's gene edit everything. Let's, you know, like pick our child's eye color and sex and do all these crazy, like, well, let's give them like an extra. Let's make them stronger. Yeah. Make like, them smarter. Exactly. And, you know. <laughs> Those, there's like, to me, there's that fringe that is very, they freak me out because I feel like they, granted, not a lot of them have a lot of power because they're dumb. But there are some that do, and usually they're politicians. And so they're the ones that can, like, make policy that can allow the one idiot that knows how to do it the means to do it. And I think that that's very similar to, like, 5G. I think 5G is being pushed because of the potential for monetary gains, but we're not looking at a lot of the the health concerns. And maybe, like... Maybe we should reevaluate what we're doing. Right. Well, and it also probably the speed of it and the yeah. the economic benefit. Just, I mean, really, there's parallels between that and opening up the country before we have complete yeah. testing. In, in exactly. The, you know, they want the country to the economy to start rolling again, and they're just like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, just go back to work. And we're supposed to trust them, <laughs> but it's like, uh, but here's the thing, buddy. I'm a little skeptical of your argument. And, uh, I mean, it's close to that. It's close. I mean, if, it's basically if the world was run by Trump. And 
the catch is we don't know what a boardroom is like. You know, maybe the boardrooms are all like Trump because, mm-hmm. you know, they have really less to worry about. Uh, they're not looking about like the they don't worry about the nation in the way that a, a president or an elected official would. They're just like, OK, let's just get this down down. So because it's going to increase our share price. And right. if there are any real bad health concerns, we can bake that into the price of putting the 5G out in the first place. So, I'm you know, sure it's, it's are, a yeah, cost of I, doing business. I think it really is kind of like that. They all have their little escape islands, and we've seen them use them now for this uh, coronavirus situation. So I feel like there's very low risk for the uber wealthy who are making the policy, because they are. They're the ones buying all the politicians. So... There's low risk for them. All the risk really is for the plebes. And, you know, and especially these, like, the workers who I guess are going to, like, maintain the equipment. Like, yikes. But Right. And same thing with coronavirus. It's like we're all basically little guinea pigs. We go back to work and then we'll just see what happens. So I think when when this whole 5G, well, if this whole 5G I mean, God love you, people burning the towers. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's already, it's already happening. What did I say? It's already happening. <laughs> All right. Well, when it happens on a global scale, I guess we're just going to find out. Cause, but also, here's the thing. I don't think that anybody will do anything. Because if you look, and here's a just conspiracy bent from me. But if you look at the last 20 years and all of the like changes that have happened in just the world that health-wise you see like this increase of allergies i mean it's just it's astronomical it's definitely noteworthy and it's it's been written in um evidence-based journals everybody's kind of like there's an increase in allergies what's causing it right right i didn't know a single person growing up who was like deathly allergic to peanut butter and we used to eat peanut butter in school all the time like it was a thing i mean nobody ever bat an eye at that it was just normal like they would give us ants on a log which is disgusting honestly that's gross <laughs> but they would give it to us a lot right. and now it's like everyone is allergic to peanuts it's everywhere and not just peanuts they're allergic to like soy and corn and gluten. eggs and gluten and, and milk and like dairy and all sorts of crazy it's just what is going on? Is that, I mean, it could be so many different things. It could be the glyphosate. It could be, who knows? Like, who knows? It's just an immune response, right? So if you think what's right. ramping up immunity, it could be anything. It could be 4G. It could be anything. I don't know. So if there was a change, I just don't think anybody would do anything because they're not doing anything about allergies. I mean, they are. They're buying, they're selling you Zyrtec. <laughs> With allergies, there are people that are actively trying to figure it out, but it's not, it's not like this global scale. We must figure this out. And, but it is a global scale change. Like people. Well, even on that too, even if it came out and saying, oh, by the way, let's say it's 5G towers. <laughs> you it's know, causing, allergies they're not going to stop it. I know. Yeah. Not even <laughs> close. They'll be like, eh. Up, up your treatment of Zyrtec or Flonase. Right. That's, that's, that's all we can do for you folks. Cause we're not moving back. Or they'll G they'll create a GMO peanut or something. <laughs> that's like, doesn't, that doesn't give you allergies. 
I don't know. Bringing it back <laughs> to 5G. I'm going all uh, over the place. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't know how I'm going to edit this together, but either way. <laughs> There's a lot of things to worry about, but this current wave of paranoia doesn't really appear to be an argument about 5G in particular, so much as it's a continuation of much older fight against man-made EMF in our daily lives. Back in the day, the worry was that the large power lines strung up through neighborhoods had unintended health consequences. To illustrate that point, I pulled up this clip from the New York Times article from 1989 when, at the time, the concern was cancer from overexposure to man-made EMF rather than coronavirus. An epidemiological study comparing children in Denver who died of cancer from 1950 to 1973 with a control group of other children found that those who lived near electrical distribution lines were twice as likely to develop the disease as those who did not. A subsequent study by other scientists who sought to eliminate what were seen as flaws in the first study had nearly identical conclusions. Laboratory experiments provided more reasons for concern. Electromagnetic radiation, particularly the magnetic part of it, changed some functioning in the cells and altered the action of neurotransmitters. Pulses of 60 hertz radiation increased the number of abnormal embryos in chicken eggs. 25 years after that article was written, a doctor, Dr. David O. Carpenter, then the dean of the School of Public Health at the State University of New York at Albany, said... Almost nothing has changed in 25 years in terms of the controversy, although the evidence for biological effects of electromagnetic fields continues to grow stronger. So definitely it seems that the 5 Gers have a long pedigree of worry and that they may not be that far off. That they were, they have, there, there is research that's backing them up. They're definitely supportive. That's when I first really heard it, started hearing about, I guess, all of this kind of like, you know, electricity is going to kill you type stuff. It was when the large power lines would be strung up over neighborhoods and people would just rave about how we can't be near those things. They'll kill us. They'll kill us. And it's like, okay, get over yourself. But mm -hmm. guess what? Science says they might just be killing you. <laughs> yeah, it's just really slow. I think, you know, the thing is, is the thing that causes people to react, and by people I mean power holders and wealthy elites, is dramatic results. <laughs> and right. I think these like really slow, debilitating kind of situations are easy to just be like, meh. Whatever. Well, there are also things that you can also point at something else. Like, mm -hmm. say, the, someone, someone gets cancer, you can just look at their, like, go through their entire life and say, right. well, it was this, it was that, it was this, it was that. Don't don't look at my industry. Don't point your finger at my I industry because yeah. you have no proof. It's like cigarettes. <laughs> For everyone afraid of electromagnetic frequencies, here's the hard truth. EMF is part of life. We are absolutely surrounded by EMF radiation from the sun, which we experience as heat and visible light. On top of that, we're also bathed in waves of man-made EMF from within our own homes. Particularly, everything in our house or apartment emits EMF. Televisions, light bulbs, Wi-Fi, routers, computers, and even the wires inside the walls. But even more crazy, this I thought was interesting, <laughs> our bodies produce <laughs> electromagnetic frequencies. All living things are technically electromagnetic, and every thought and emotion is a measurable frequency as well. According to a WHO report, the heart is electrically active and nerves relay signals by transmitting electrical impulses. I guess we kind of all knew that the heart was had like yeah. an electrical component <laughs> to it, but I never really thought of it as uh, <laughs> uh, like you know like a, the same thing as my the wires in my house, you know. Yeah. Um, 
So does this, does knowing that that you're, we're essentially just being inundated by man-made EMF, uh, does that freak you out at all, or does it change your outlook on how like dangerous it is? No, because I already knew that, and I think I mean I think it's still not at that that level unless you have some like smart home in which case haha <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> is there anything you would do to mitigate like if you knew that say. I mean, the microwave's a big one. You know, they. I remember well, back I in the day, do. old microwaves. Yeah. They would say, like, don't stand in front of it because you'll, like, burn, like, like, destroy your face. So the microwave, this recently came up because, I'm, who was I talking to? I was talking to someone, and then I brought it up at the eye doctor, and he was like, never look directly at a microwave when it's on it will destroy your retina or your cornea or something. It was like, I don't know. It was kind of shocking because he was very like, don't do that. I was like, okay. Did <laughs> <laughs> like, you say wow. from what angle? Uh, because no, you he said just it. don't. No, don't look at it while it's on, basically. When at it, all, like, ever? Yeah. Like, like in, no matter what angle. I mean, I guess like no, at no angle. At, at, just If it's I mean, on, I did, just. I honestly didn't ask because I was like, what? And then I was kind of <laughs> <laughs> like. Okay, so now whenever it's on, I'm like, ah, <laughs> like, like, turn my head away. Like, I don't want it to destroy my cornea. Like every eager human being that wants his queso to hurry up and get hot, I have stared at a, a, a hole <laughs> <I know. laughs> right, right <laughs> for, the, like, for two <laughs> minutes straight. Um, just like, get it done, get it done. And uh, so far, my eyes are fantastic. I mean, uh, they're degrading with age like they're supposed to, but I don't think any faster than well, other people. Mine are faster, and it was kind of an anomaly. I actually had my, my retina was detaching, like, back in 2009. Damn. And, yeah, it was weird. So uh, don't look at your burrito, dude. Just stop. I See, I don't think that's a thing. So I feel like uh, maybe, like, some, like, 1950s microwaves were really, really crude and probably just up. burnt the shit out of you. But I think modern microwaves have shielding that prevents – That's the, you know the little holes, the little yeah. circles that you look through? That's the shielding because the, the, the actual wavelengths of microwaves are so gigantic that they actually can't fit through the holes. And that sounds stupid, but I think that's it. I think that's actually the the logic of the shielding is that, like, it, it – uh, the frequencies are too big. I'm looking. So uh, I think I think I had I don't know who told me that or where I learned that or just maybe I made it up. A dream told me, um, but I think that's what I heard. Is that like the the it's it can't pass through the the holes? But that sounds stupid now that I say it. <laughs> yeah, this is saying basically that that's an old wives' tale. So now I'm like, was he joking? <laughs> I don't know. He probably wasn't because everyone heard it. That's the thing. Everyone's heard that story about microwaves like blowing like burning your brains out. It doesn't happen. There's no reports of this ever happening. Microwaves are designed to keep radiation in. So you're right. There is no danger of exposure. The door seals. The oven won't turn on if the door isn't closed. And the window contains a metal mesh barrier with holes small enough to prevent the microwave <laughs> frequencies from getting through. Oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> Whoa! I've been a fool. I've been a fool. I'm going to watch all my food. <laughs> Without a See? care in the world, <laughs> you never have to look away from your bowl of I'm queso ever again. Stare at it. Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay, but that's—I mean—that's actually fitting though, because that is a form of uh, like it's a—it's an EMF 
like old wives tale it's an urban legend that and so these these anxieties have been around for so long it's just that the idea that it has any effect on us i think has been downplayed perhaps mm. or maybe it's at the right level i have no idea but i just keep feeling like this rabbit hole of <laughs> emf anxiety <laughs> is uh it's, it's just, it just keeps t- dragging me deeper. I was just going to read this quote here. I can't remember from what article, but it says, I think it's Forbes, uh, kind of talking about how, you know, because humans have EMF frequencies, it says, since all human body systems are regulated by EMF fig- signals, it is essential to evaluate not only how the biologically active human man-made electric and magnetic fields impact humans, but also how it impacts all living things at the cellular level. And that's important to say that because a lot of the research is into like it just heats your skin and it doesn't pass through and they, they kind of like they drop it after that. To date, the most critical criterion used to understand whether any particular radio frequency radiation RFR is dangerous has been the category of ionizing or non-ionizing radiation. And this, I feel like, once you actually start going into the science of it, yeah. it becomes impenetrable for me. Ugh. I, so <laughs> I, did, I started reading the research. And, I mean, the data that they have, it's basically, I mean, it's like all research. It's sort of like, this doesn't look good. We need more research. Well, I guess that's not like all research, but in this case, it's saying, hey, we don't have enough research on this. Basically, almost all the research that's that was used to justify building 5G at this scale was looking at thermal effects on your skin, like you said. So it was just looking at heat and any like changes in temperature of the actual like a living organism's skin it wasn't looking at any of the cellular changes and it wasn't looking at variable frequencies which i guess when 5g goes live it's not going to be a constant stream of like a frequency at like a very constant rate it's going to be a variable frequency like people will be exposed to dip like varying levels of radiation at a much higher level than we've ever been exposed to. And the example, to me, the thing that made me like, whoa, um, sort of take a step back, because I didn't know anything about 5G, was that the new levels, that like 5G levels are actually what's used in like radar. And like, it's almost up there with x-ray, which is like, what? It seems like, is that for real? Huh. I don't know. I was just like, oh my God. We've only evolved to a certain point. Like our bodies physically have not evolved to really adapt to our own technology. Like our brains have created worlds that our bodies have not necessarily adapted to live in. So the question is, are these, uh, you know, once we start turning the, 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 the knobs up and ionizing all the airwaves around us at certain frequencies we've never actually, you know, evolved in, you know, can we really say for certain an absolute, like, just and can we be mm-hmm. so cavalier about it? You know, like, that's part of the, uh, the 
the science side mm-hmm. is there's a cavalierness and who knows maybe they're cavalier because they they just know they they've done the science but it seems like not necessarily i guess i don't I think they have because there isn't anything there literally isn't right. anything <laughs> and my head's to- always tosses back and forth of it's between the skeptic and the and the i guess the conspiracist yeah, yeah sure they, they're saying don't worry about it so i probably shouldn't worry about it but I'm also seeing that they don't have enough research. So, do they what do they even know what they're talking about? So there is research. There's not a ton, but there is research on the non-thermal effects of radar exposure on the human body. The basic I'll give you like kind of the basic non-thermal effects. So these are things that are not about the heating of your skin is reproductive effects, lowered sperm count, longer time to impregnation. Um, radar frequency can be genotoxic, cause oxidative stress, um, changes with the blood brain barrier. The pulse wave frequencies may affect the blood brain barrier change in blood count and cardiovascular effects, mutagenic effects. So basically mutating your cells, um, mental effects. These are very, very common headache, tightness or pressure of the head, insomnia, getting edgy or bad tempered. Um, there was a study that showed occupational exposure to radar microwave radiation leads to changes in somatic symptoms, anxiety and insomnia, social dysfunction and severe depression. Which I think is actually uh, telling for symptoms because it's like this stuff drives you mad. It drives Literally, you insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe maybe here's the thing. Maybe there is a, a correlation between. Uh, all the conspiracy fervor that's been going on recently um, and, you know, the the increased levels of EMF radiation in the atmosphere, in our living space. I mean, it could be, right? But it's like, who's going to, how are you going to ever be able to, like, test and prove that without, like, you need a control Turning everything off. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, how would you ever prove that? There was, like, a quote in one of these studies that I thought, it was in the discussion section that said wireless radiation offers the promise of improved remote sensing improved communication and data transfer and improved connectivity unfortunately there's a large body of data from the lab and epidemiological studies showing that previous and present generations of wireless network technology have significant adverse health impacts much of this data was obtained under conditions not reflective of real life when real life considerations are added such as including the information content of signals along with the carrier frequencies and including other toxic stimuli in combination with the wireless radiation, the adverse effects associated with wireless radiation are increased substantially. So basically a lot of the research that was done that also, by the way, does not show that this is benign. A lot of it was done sort of with, um, they were looking at devices, like a lot of these The research that shows non-thermal effects were specifically looking at therapeutic devices that were using high level, like 5G level uh, frequencies to for a therapeutic endpoint. And so they were looking at specific sort of side effects and adverse events in that sort of contextualized scenario. But they Mm -hmm. weren't also including the variables like any research study you want to have it controlled so they weren't including all the other variables that the 5g situation will include such as the variations in the frequency so they were looking at controlled frequencies at a sustained and constant level of a period of specific time so if in those contexts you still had adverse events that were bad 
wouldn't you even be more concerned about this way more variable like condition that we're about to just all jump into <laughs> right uh yeah i don't know that yes who knows and i should say uh you did all the you've pulled all these uh great little uh, articles and research papers so we'll include those in our show notes um for anyone to peruse over just to make sure that you can do the same research we did mm-hmm. um and get as uh nutsy and paranoid as we are currently um but first What's hiding below Central Park? What does it have to do with the well-known plot of the cannibal elite to manufacture their life-giving diet of blood? We'll talk about that at the end of the show. But first, it's clear the concerns surrounding man-made EMF are persistent and in some cases potentially valid. But what can we say for the latest resurgence of EMF anxiety disorder that is tearing through the Twitter sphere? Is 5G behind the greatest pandemic in a century? We'll talk about that after the break. As the earth gives way to the tempest of mankind's vices, don't be one of the fools caught in the maelstrom. Lock your doors with confidence that the malnourished liberal horde won't have access to the life-saving organic produce provided to you by God Almighty and Suicide Joe's Tactical Preparedness Supply Depot. Be counted among the most prepared on your block with our scientifically proven plan of sustainable foods. You'll be able to laugh smugly at your starving neighbors as you dine on a bounty of organically preserved fruits and vegetables grown with Suicide Joe's own proprietary survival seed formula. Suicide Joe's tactical seeds are the most robust seeds in the survival preparedness and apocalyptic doomsday scenario market. They are guaranteed to grow the most tactical food for your money back. Buy now and be alive so you can be one of the chosen to reclaim the world from the godless liberal Illuminati globalist elite because the best revenge is absolute domination. As we should all know by now, bad ideas have a tendency to spread, but crazy ideas, they go viral. And there's no crazier idea in our current moment than the idea that 5G frequencies are either the cause or promoting the spread of COVID-19. It would appear that the fundamental EMF anxieties held by many people have now metastasized into a full-blown flatter scale lunatic conspiracy. It now appears to be speeding quickly away from rational thought as it gains traction outside the confines of the small conspiracy of the EMF frequency malcontents. That has resulted in pushing some to destructive ends. Let's set the scene. This is from New York Times. Across Britain, more than 30 acts of arson and vandalism have taken place against wireless towers and other telecom gear this month, according to police reports. In roughly 80 other incidents in the country, telecom technicians have been harassed on the job. It seems like a pretty wild jump from worrying over man-made EMF to burning down 5G towers. Uh, But when you read the drove of comments, like the one below, uh, that was now deleted from the subreddit 5G Debates, you begin to see the psychological staircase leading people down into the depths of fear and paranoia. Wuhan, China is China's first 5G smart city and also the location of China's first 5G highway is also the epicenter of the horrendous coronavirus epidemic. During 2019, approximately 10,000 5G antenna were put up and turned on in Wuhan with approximately 8,000 
thousand of these put up in the last two and a half months of 2019. That two and a half month period was also the approximate time period during which the coronavirus epidemic, including the death rate, became much worse. And that sounds, uh, you know, pretty standard uh, uh, conspiracy mindset. He's you know, setting out the facts, but he continues with, uh, with, with this. Consider the following. Five downstream effects produced following EMF exposures have important roles in causing coronavirus infections, including the release of new virons so that they can infect other cells and other people, excessive intracellular calcium, oxidative stress, NF-kappa-B elevation, inflammation, and apoptosis. The poster contends that these five downstream effects exacerbate pneumonia, which is a leading cause of the death of COVID victims. Therefore, what may have appeared to be very unlikely is actually very plausible based on known mechanisms. I feel like this is this is classic kind of conspiracy thought. He's mixing in some... Uh, <laughs> uh, some certain. <laughs> Well, I would say chronological information, um, some geographical information, and what sounds like a hodgepodge of medical information, and he's combining them together and saying, hey, guess what? This is a thing. Now, this post really did stand out to me because I did feel like it really encapsulated the 5G coronavirus moment. Um, and I had you look up a lot of these little things, <laughs> yeah. specifically his five downstream effects. Uh, the first, of course, was the release of new virons. Um, help me out here. What, okay. what, what did you find out about the, 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 the new virons? So I was kind of like, I actually never studied anything to do with the releasing of virons. So I was kind of like, wait, where do virons or where do viruses actually come from? And I guess there's actually three thoughts, three hypotheses. There's the progressive or escape hypothesis that states that viruses arose from genetic elements that gained the ability to move between cells. There's the regressive or reductive hypothesis that says viruses are remnants of cellular organisms. And then there's the virus first hypothesis that states that viruses predate or co-evolved with their current cellular hosts. And I think this would have to be the hypothesis that that person is sort of glomming onto to say that a virus was released. It's either that or he thinks it's something like Godzilla released, you know, like in the sense of uh, this 5G radiated the soil and it shook it to a certain level and the, and, and like it just popped out and just started floating around. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, his definition of released is, is key here. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure about that one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Moving down his list, excessive intracellular calcium, So that was, I mean, that is a concern in that it's bad. Um, I don't know if that's what's happening. But so cell calcium has a homeostasis that involves an exchange between intracellular and extracellular calcium, um, which is a small, tightly regulated signal process, sort of a pump-leak relationship. So too much or excessive intracellular calcium can eventually lead to cell death through a very long convoluted process that I will not even try to explain because <laughs> I read way too much on that and it like literally like hours and I was like why wait what I didn't even realize I was like 
reading still about excessive intracellular <laughs> calcium because it just I started getting into mitochondria. It was like, oh, my God. So long story short, excessive intracellular calcium equals cell death. So we'll just say that's that's the like short version cell death okay all right okay all right the next one was oxidative stress so oxidative stress um so that's the reaction between too much oxygen containing molecules or free radicals as we hear all the time and antioxidants which are the defenders against the free radicals so you're supposed to have this sort of balance of the free radicals and antioxidants who are kind of battling and so if you have too many free radicals that's oxidative stress all right so then the nuclear factor kappa light chain enhancer of activated b cells i was like jesus christ (laughs) all right that's the nf kappa b elevation (laughs) This one was also a very long read. Um, Dysregulated NF-kappa-B has been linked to cancer, inflammatory and autoimmune diseases, septic shock, and viral infections. So that's what he's kind of alluding to. And cell death and neurodegenerative disorders. So, again, cell death. Long story short, cell death. Okay. Then we've got inflammation. This is sort of... The acute normal response from your body to harm. So injury, infection, et cetera. And acute or regular normal inflammation is literally like pain, redness, and swelling and heat. And then apoptosis, which is the non-traumatic cell death, is actually your healthy cell death. So it's a highly regulated part of your organism's or a human's life cycle. So it's sort of basically just cell turnover. Like it's normal. It's good. So excessive apoptosis can lead to atrophy and too little can lead to cell proliferation, i.e. cancer. So I guess he's kind of just he's thrown a lot. Yeah, I feel like that's all he's doing. Because I I don't see how any of these is really. He says these are the five downstream effects produced following EMF exposure. And Mm, none of these appear to. Like I don't get to, the calcium one is a hard a hard walk for me. I mean, I, I mean, I think so. Like in reading, I didn't read like every article ever written on EMF, but the articles that I read that were about non thermal effects. I mean, they like maybe touched on some of these, but they didn't conclusively say that any of the, these things were directly caused because none of those things were being examined by and also like. How on God's green earth would you know that it's causing excessive intracellular calcium changes? Because right. that would to do that, you would have to have a very controlled study looking at that as an endpoint. Like how right. on earth would you But even from the, the non thermal effects of radar exposure on human They didn't uh, mention these. The, yeah. I mean the they said mutagenic effects, the results right. demonstrated by gene uh, but they didn't get even close to this is like cellular level like he's really like like intracellular level this is very minute like so yeah (laughs) i don't know but also if he's not citing what he's saying then he's kind of garbage that's the big one right there is that there's nothing backing those claims but i feel like it could be possible i'm not saying it's not happening it makes sense right I feel like oxidative stress, sure, I could buy that. I could even buy the 
nuclear factor kappa light chain rehancer of activated basal sure <laughs> sounds <laughs> totally sounds uh, well I, that's the thing is like, you have to couch you have to couch some of them in there with these like nonsense um, <laughs> like, we're like what apoptosis oh shit he knows what he's talking about oh okay it, I mu- feel like it must be killing us. It kind of feels like he just Googled like cell death and then just put everything he could find about cell death sort of in there. Because, I mean, I don't know. Like, are these really the five downstream effects? We don't. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> nothing in, nothing that I looked up mentioned this. <laughs> mentioned I didn't these see things. any of these. <laughs> I was like, what? Um, I, I just think it's a, a long walk to go from 5g to coronavirus to say oh, that yeah. there's i mean he i mean it's essentially he's saying that the 5g if i could like break down his 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 mindset here from what he's saying is that 5g weak, weakens your body at, to the to the point where uh either the virus is able to implant take hold and, and take advantage of that situation or from what i've seen of other people uh-huh. that the 5G that the virus is inside you because he says it releases virus. Uh, I think he's and saying that, that. I feel like he's doing the whole like the virus was like in, like in chiseled into a rock in like God knows where, and then 5G like turned on and the virus was like awakened. It could be that, but I I know I have <laughs> seen I have seen some Twitter folks saying that we just it's already it? inside us. It's no, inside of us stupid. and that it like awakened the body then or I would have that it, all right? the symptoms. Right. We'd all actually technically I we'd mean, all have I mean cuz I have like if I if the whole thing that's causing this is this like chain reaction of all these things, I definitely have inflammation. I definitely have these nuclear factor ca- I have an autoimmune disease, so then I should be like inflicted with coronavirus. Uh, not to to pour cold water on all the 5G folks out there, but 5G is in the United States. I think it's already um, I think Atlanta was the first city in the United States to have Which 5G. Which is across- as we all know the epicenter of the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so um, you know, and you can say Wuhan was, you know, had so x so x many Can I just say you know, 5G towers, but as an aside that a lot of the 5G coronavirus, all of this stuff, there's a little xenophobia happening, a little like kind of sort of dog whistle racism about just China that I don't know because the every I mean here's the thing I there, there is some of that I mean I see that on the Trump side but even before that there was a lot of um well I thought the 5G thing was all about the fact that Huawei the the company that does all their I guess uh I don't know telecommunications was the one that was trying to set up uh, the the UK's 5G network and it's about privacy and spying and you know the Communist Party. Well, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I get that. Um, but now that there's this whole dimension of you know Trump viruses and trying to yeah trying to like <laughs> to get people riled up, but I think it's I mean that part's a distraction. I think that the 5G coronavirus axis has been amplified by celebrities like John Cusack and Woody Harrelson on social media, which has helped to spread out from its endemic conspiracy. Um, John Cusack, come on! I was really I like disappointed. I know I yeah, thought John Woody Harrelson seemed like a cool dude. Yeah, that was very disappointing. Woody Harrelson, that totally makes sense. That 
that tracks. I mean, it does. It does. <laughs> but I still but thought, man. <laughs> I know. It's always sad when, like, one of the people that you think... I mean, I guess I don't really have any reason to think he's that cool, other than he's been in, like, some cool movies. But well, yeah. Honestly, it's just my my love of true... The first season of True Detective, you know? Right. <laughs> you're, you're, then you're like, okay. All right. Here's some other noteworthy 5G coronavirus people. Um... Wiz Khalifa, which that, I guess that's not actually that shocking. Um, Carrie Hilson, who's a musician. MIA, the musician. Uh, that one actually did surprise me because she seems like a smart, smart cookie. So uh, I don't know. Yeah. So far, you have not you have not like blown my socks <laughs> off. Here. You're not like what? <laughs> that's unthinkable. No way. <laughs> the John Cusack <laughs> one really is the one that like does it for me. <laughs> right. See, I don't even know who this Amanda Holden person is, but she's on this list too. And Teddy Riley. Okay, I don't know Boomer. Who that is yeah, so like the, the people who I absolutely don't know who they are, like, uh, it means nothing to me. I was going to say, well, he's not even, he's not a coronavirus truther for 5G, but so I, I actually kind of, I feel like maybe I agree. Mike, Sh- I don't know how to say his last name, Shoehead from um, Shouhead. Shahid? I don't know. From uh, Shaws of Sunset, one of my lovely Bravo shows that I enjoy so, so much. He actually tweeted, cancer-causing 5G is here. Funny how more people were on here crying about fucking plastic straws than something as serious and deadly as this. Where are those people now? I'm like, yeah, I kind of agree, Mike. I kind of agree. That's the thing. Is it now he's... So he's straddling the side of the EMF anxiety... The traditional, we'll call it traditional we'll call EMF traditional, anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Versus this new wave. The of- corona. The corona one, I'm sorry. Like, no. You're, just, <laughs> you're kind of an idiot. If you're... I'm going to call it. You're an idiot. If you think 5G causes or caused coronavirus, you're stupid. You're a stupid person. But here's person. the thing, though. Here's the thing. I feel like... 5G is the perfect conspiracy fuel because you could just say Germany, EMF and EMR and just like yeah. throw a bunch of medical terminology and yeah. and ultimately it sounds bad. Yeah, it's, it just you know it's like it's, um, you know what uh, it is. It converge. It's like basically it takes two different things that have like their own jargon and brings it together because the reason i even avoided like 5g was because all of the like background stuff i had to read about just like megahertz and like the actual frequencies and like sar which was like sound something i already forgot what it was but specific absorption so many notes in this front. I know I have so many notes the MMW <laughs> range frequencies the ICT information and communication technology IOT internet of things I mean it was just like all these dumb like acronyms like the IEI EMF idiopathic environmental intolerance attributed to electron I'm like holy Jesus Christ <laughs> so like you basically have two pretty like you know, pedantic, heavy, jargony things converging together. So the people who know things about medical terminology are like, oh, yeah, that's true. And the people who are like maybe know things about EMF are like, oh, maybe that, that's a little true. You can't be both. There isn't the the expert. Who's <laughs> There's one like, guy. There's one guy that is both. It's like, I and he's actually. just sitting back laughing at everybody. Right. Because it's like, <laughs> it's just like, 
it all kind of sounds vaguely like I guess. <laughs> like yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. It's either you you give up. Or you challenge your knowledge base <laughs> and you, I guess, go down rabbit holes, uh, which gets, gets us to this, this the next little thing. What is the truth anymore? Um, like, How do we measure actual claims like climate change, anti-vaxxers, anti-GMO activists like yourself yeah. and 5G all run along narrow lines between valid concern and what some believe is complete alarmist lunacy? In some cases... What side you're on depends on the level of education or your political affiliation, but in others, it's it's much less cut and dry. Um, with 5G, I think we both went on thinking it was all complete bullshit, but after dipping our little tiny toes, a little toe in it, as much as we could, <laughs> because we, could, uh, we came away thinking that uh, this would be a much more complicated issue. So. Yeah. Now, I don't work in research, and uh, my brain doesn't do physics, so what I, what am I supposed to do when confronted by one of these outsider theories, which maybe we should classify all these kind of brands of conspiracy theory, <laughs> which are, are more grounded in reality. You know, they're not, they're not yeah. UFO, Bigfoot, blah, 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 they, but they're, they're not necessarily welcome inside the big tent of, of reasoned conversation. You know, they stay, stay the fuck out there, 5G conspiracy theorists. Um, mm-hmm. But I got papers. So I've got research. Fuck off. Um, do we simply surrender our concerns to the corporate interests and their experts, or do we listen to the minority of cautionary research being published by less well-known scientists? How, how does the average person parse the bad science from something that they can trust? And and seeing that you are in research, how does is there is there an I, I say <laughs> an easy way of of being able to kind of fact check your own shit? I mean, there's not like an easy way. You have to know how to like read. Of course not. (laughs) It's not that hard to read research, but I think... Nope, forget it, forget (laughs) it. Then there's no way to do it. (laughs) There's no way to do it. If there's no easy way, it may as well not be happening. I mean, okay. I mean, but continue. Tell me me the hard way then. Uh, So, I mean, the basic to read research method is that you need to find an actual legitimate peer-reviewed journal that is publishing the content... So nothing like weird. I love some of these like wooey things online, but if it's like if the research itself is like just posted free form, like there I did see a lot of like weird sort of like my thesis on 5G kind of stuff and I was like, "Eh, no, I'm not going to touch that." Right. So when you were actually looking for the 5G uh papers for this yeah. episode, like what what were the 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 hallmarks of a good paper and this is how i mean i guess i research anything i want to know what i'm looking for so i need to like research the research so you want to start with the things that are like nobody's questioning that right so what is 5g so then once you have kind of a basic idea you also get terminology from that understanding that you can start looking for i think everyone has access to google google scholar so you can look on there And that'll usually pull up some um, decent articles. Knowing which articles are legitimate and which are not takes some time. um, Because that's something that, yeah, it takes a while. That's the big one right there. Because people use InfoWars as a source. No, like if your source, it has the name of what it is in the actual um, URL, 
it's not legitimate. I'm sorry. What, explain it. What do you mean by like that? Like I'm saying, like, if you're looking for 5G research and you go to 5gresearch.com, like, <laughs> no, no, no. Like, what if it's a clearinghouse of all the greatest research in the world? I mean, that's possible, but then <laughs> it should be linking you to external peer-reviewed journals, not just a thing that's like all... Not like, just my rants, my 50 best no, rants about no. 5G? No, and the te- I feel like the text should be coming directly from the journal, not like a reprint inside of someone else's URL. You have to have a little bit of a skeptical eye when it comes to all research because no one article is going to tell you anything. Not one article does never is the conclusive thing. Right. So if you have to commit yourself to rabbit holes and I I feel like it also forces you to almost be a perpetual skeptic and never really, which I think also makes people that that's what I feel like why people glom toward that center that they, they create the big tent and they don't want the outsider ideas in because they have just said they, they become super, super skeptical of skepticism. You know, that's what it is. Yeah. They're skeptical of the skeptics and they're like, nah, right. screw off, screw off you I paranoid mean, that, freak. And that's, that's what helps that not helps that actually hinders the new research like if there's a novel concept or something that really challenges sort of an accepted idea that's going to be really hard to sort of break through that's so hard to break through like once something is just an accepted belief amongst researchers getting this like new thing no matter how good your research is is i think it's going to be really challenging and then you're just one article out there floating in the ether like vulnerable for attack right and and let's be honest there's all there's a a profit motive that prevents uh any kind of contradictory research from getting out there yeah true or not true so yeah it's it's tough um for the the emf folks and really anyone out there with the outsider beliefs um so i don't know i guess be vigilant and um I have no idea. Keep pressing on. Keep digging. Keep going down your rabbit holes. So uh, enough with this EMF garbage. Let's get to the big story that no one wants us to talk about. That's right. I'm talking about the mole children being rescued from the tunnels beneath New York's Central Park. Oh, God. The impudent. No. The unmitigated gall. So Wonkette put together an expose, uh, and this is how they summed up the controversy. QAnon devotees believe that the COVID-19 epidemic is a big ruse meant to keep people in their houses while the U.S. military rescues thousands of children from underground tunnels, some of which they claim are right underneath Central Park. These children were presumably transported to the Navy hospital ships, the USNS Comfort in New York and the USNS Mercy in Los Angeles. Now, they claim these children are being treated in all of the tents that were set up in Central Park to treat people with COVID-19. I feel like we've all seen those pictures of the the little Samaritan Samaritan purse tents being put up Central Park. That's what they're talking about here. So... <clears throat> They continue, uh, the mole children, they claim, have lived underground for all their lives. And thus. um, Are they children? Go ahead. (laughs) Right. I mean, (laughs) maybe. That's a good question. (laughs) Their whole life, their whole life, they're children. Um, They've lived underground 
all their lives and are thus deformed. I don't, okay. And sensitive to light because it's dark in the tunnels, of course. Um, special attention should be paid for this next part. The conspiracy is that they have been bred for the specific purpose of being sex slaves, but also for being eaten <laughs> and having their adrenal glands harvested so the elites can get high on their adrenochrome. It all comes so full circle. <laughs> it comes back. It comes back. The cannibal elite are back, people. Um, uh, what what are your thoughts on this one aside from how real it is oh my god this is probably the most believable on the what was the scale called again the the paranoia register yeah on the paranoia register this is a solid 10 it's got everything it's got believability it's got me questioning my own reality do i live right. underground right. am i a mole child happen? could this right. be how widespread are these tunnels? Are they under every city? Are they under my house? I think they are. I mean, it's it's so believable. You know, um, that's, a, that's an that's an interesting. Not to like to diverge too far <laughs> off, but the idea that there are tunnels under cities oh, is yeah. widespread. I mean, in Boise, Idaho, where we were, where we were from, yeah. or ish, um, there were tunnels, supposed alleged tunnels under there. I know under Portland, there's uh, actual tunnels down there. Seattle. They talked about in Seattle. They said there's yeah. tunnels. I mean, there some are. of these have varying levels of what. How do you define Reality? tunnel? <laughs> right, yeah. Like, sure, there might be some underground spaces under these cities, but tunnels? Well, in Seattle's case, I know that it was, uh, it was about just mud and, and corruption. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if they're actually... I, I actually looked into the Boise tunnels, and yeah. that's all myth. That's a, oh, okay. uh, People have actually tried to look into that, and they don't exist, supposedly. Um, yeah, and I guess the ones in Portland are actually were used to uh, kidnap people. Um, oh, but even here in Vegas, here in Vegas, um, they, we, 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 they're not actually tunnels, but they are tunnels. Uh-huh. Um, they're not tunnels in the sense of like, I don't know, mole people living in them, okay. but, uh, <laughs> they're the, our, our, uh, water runoff system uh-huh. from, cause we get floods all the time whenever oh, it rains. Yeah, yeah. Cause we have these you like, have those. Or you guys get yeah. Flooded. yeah, people have actually moved into those and they actually live in the tunnels underneath dangerous. the city. Oh my god! It's super dangerous. Like but when it rains. Not, <laughs> yeah, people die. People die all the time um, when we have our monsoons. But um, we only have our monsoons like once a year. So how do they know to come up? <laughs> oh, that's scary. Well, uh, they they have, they have systems, but uh, I mean, again, some don't. Some people are sleeping and just get washed away. Well, returning to the mole children that that are are like weird super children that just like never age they're like the the kitten that never becomes a cat i don't understand like why are we calling the, them the, children the cannibal elite have perfected their food that's what they've done like just exactly through breeding programs they've made perpetual children deformed ugly okay. light sensitive children is that where we're going with this all right so it's, i mean it seems to make the most sense <laughs> okay um I've definitely heard that there are people living under New York. I feel like that's an actual thing. Not like droves of people, but I've heard that there are people that live. Like runaways. Like, yeah, I've heard yeah. like kids like, run, like yeah. run away and they find shelter in right. like the sewage tunnels or like the yeah. service tunnels. Because I think New York has like all the, the old tunnels that are abandoned um, subway tracks or something. So right. do I think that... These people are perpetual deformed children who were specifically bred 
to be sex slaves, but also be eaten. <laughs> yeah, or food. I think it's sex slaves and or food. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little skeptical on this one. I mean, honestly, I wasn't skeptical until they actually had the two qualifications. Because, I mean, don't you want your sex slaves to be a little hot? I mean, just a little bit. Right. Or, I mean, no, just. I mean, or just want to look like a mole sack. And just, of flesh. It's... You're just so depraved and horny that you're just like, oh yes, give me the gray flesh thing, and I want to uh, uh, into that thing. <laughs> like honestly, at this point, just buy a doll or. Something. Exactly, like, or just pay like an actual prost- working right. girl. Like there are people who will like <laughs> voluntarily have sex for money. I don't understand what, who. I feel like the, right. this speaks to the person that's creating this narrative because how desperate is someone to have sex that they're like creating a deformed, like <laughs> weird. Person like subhuman human. I don't. I don't want to call them sub. I gotta respect for the bold people. But like, <laughs> right? Just like what? Why? Why would you ever have to do this? Now I'm gonna go dark here because I was that, gonna go dark too. So you give me your dark and I'll share you my dark because I think I think I figured out why. You know there are like okay this is gross but like. You can go to like Thailand, I've heard, and like if oh, you're you're really dead. like th- yeah, I know. See, I don't want to like that's, be that's like not, that's 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 reality, yes. <laughs> but I'm just saying that like if you're the person that has to like breed a human for the purpose of being a suck slave slash and or be eaten and harvested for your adrenal glands, I feel like you could already do that above ground. That like the above ground is already so depraved. Why are right. you doing this underground? Like, and also, how do you get there? Like, how do these people get to their molt children? I'm sure. I mean, again, we're talking about the elites. They have their ways. I'm sure they're a little okay. pissed off that the and U.S. Then, military got in there. All right. So then, then that goes to the actual conspiracy, right? Why, yeah. if if we know that this is a thing and these mole children are real, right? Then right. why are real. why why does the U.S. government, I guess, apparently they allowed this to happen and knew about it? Because that's the premise of this whole thing, right? Is that every- Well, not necessarily. I mean, they know about it now because of the strong leadership of Donald Trump who's trying to oh. destroy the mole children and the cannibal elite. You know? So, honestly, the only way you could convince me that any of this was true and that Donald Trump was behind, like, saving them was because Donald Trump owns a mole child. <laughs> 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 I don't know. This is so ridiculous. And like, why are they bringing them to the surface up on like in a, a super widely visible tent scheme where like people are? Well, just, like, I mean, right again, there. it's the cover of COVID. And I mean, I think the real question is, aside from, I think I know why the the cannibal elite people can would want to create during COVID. It's not oh, like they'll do, it at, they'll do it at night. Um, okay. But what the other question is, like, why why hasn't if Trump wants to claim like victory on this one because he saved the mole children? Where's the press conference with the the newly rescued mole child? You know, the oh, leader coming. of the group. I feel like this is actually coming. <laughs> like based on the fact that he actually brought up the woo. Fake lab thing. This mole children thing is definitely coming. 
So like in, in next week, this week or whatever, yeah. uh, he'll be standing up there with Mug Mug, the mole child. Yeah, like, um, and he's like, ah, <laughs> here we go. Here's my mole child friend. That was a terrible Donald Trump. But either way, yeah. um, and Mug Mug will tell us all about uh, the life under the 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 city and the depraved cannibal elite. Who and here's this. This is why they would do it. It's because it's the ability to. To have sex with something and then immediately eat it for its adrenaline, um, which so you can't disgusting. do in Thailand. <laughs> so disgusting. Honestly, and again, I'm going to go dark. I bet you could do that in another. I feel like you could still do that. I feel like these people get away that with murder. That is true. Well, uh, that's the, that's the, the sad like, thing. did Weinstein about, uh, have like an island that was being fortified for the purposes of like abusing people? Like you Epstein. Can, Epstein yeah. had an island. He had orgy <laughs> island. Yeah. yeah like, it's like widely known now. Right. So, like, they definitely could do this above ground with, like, little to no repercussions. And I'm just oh, saying. I mean, yes. It's, I mean, that's the worst things are probably happening right now because uh, yeah. there's some, there's a term known as surplus people. And we live in that reality where human life means nothing. But if you start going down that road, creating a secret lair for mutated children for the pleasure of, of, of sociopaths or psychopaths, um, it, it all of a sudden fits right in because – I don't know. And we're just not imagining the world dark enough that people yeah. would actually waste their time to actually do this. But if, if they're willing to just, if it's all about depravity, it's that's up to your imagination. You know, like depravity just sinks as low as you're willing I to mean, go. I there mean, there are no depths to the human's capability for depravity. Exactly. It's like, this is true. So I feel like both children are real. And here's the thing. Someone who should know, you added this one in, is Jenna Jameson. <laughs> Jenna um, Jameson. She should know. <laughs> Jen, you're right. She, she's been in an industry that has is all about surplus people. Yeah. Um, and uh, she definitely is on board. She says, if you're wavering on whether or not the tunnels exist and if the children are being rescued, I can assure you it's happening as we speak. The things I've been told that these rescuers are seeing is against everything holy. Pray for all these men rescuing these children. And then hashtag <laughs> QAnon. Uh, of course, so. of course. I like the comment that's like, oh, come on, you got to give us more than that. And her reply, I literally cannot ellipsis yet. Right. Because she knows <laughs> she, she so knows, much. She, she's met Mug Mug. Yeah. She's met Mug Mug too. And she knows, she knows uh, that the that they're, they're going to drop the, the truth soon. I mean, I will say this, it's, so, it's just always shocking. It's like the John Cusack, but like for a lower degree. Only because I feel like anybody who has any kind, like if you have a check by your name and you believe any of these things, like it's just very <laughs> disappointing. But this is like even lower. It's like the the like three or four steps below the QSAC five G coronavirus because <laughs> she believes in the mole children. <laughs> like she believes that the mole children were being brought up to the surface in New York. That's I try. I trust this again because she's seen some shit and like believing yeah. that mole children are being eaten and used as sex slaves underneath New York are like, yeah, sure. I've seen worse. <laughs> That's totally plausible. <laughs> or her brain's just melted. I mean, it's one of the two, you know, tons of yeah. drugs. Yeah, The mole children, <laughs> I'm out on that one. I'm definitely, there's. Yeah. I gotta say, uh, <laughs> paranoid register for mole children is zero. I can't even give it a <laughs> yeah, one. It's like negative <laughs> one or something. It's so bad. Uh, and there were so many ways you could add 
to a little a little you could add to the register like by one point or so uh, by grounding it a little bit in reality again because there's we know about surplus people yeah. we know there's ways of using uh, that it doesn't even seem to try it seems to be I honestly think when I read things like this I feel like it's a troll it's a it's I feel like it's a um, someone's concerted effort to actually stoke a certain amount of rage and verve among people to, to kind of point fingers. Yeah. And even Jenna Jameson knows it's bullshit, but she's just playing along. Um, that's the show. You can reach us on Facebook at Far Off Topic Show and Far Off Topic everywhere else. You can reach me via Twitter at Fiesco Jones. And Tiwi, where can we reach you? At Jenny Said Stuff on Twitter. And if you check the show notes, you can find Jax's uh, content information, but he wants it to be an elaborate rabbit uh, or, or <laughs> Easter egg hunt. So uh, go find it if you're really curious. Some of our shows will now start appearing on YouTube. Uh, so far, I think the last three episodes have sh- uh, I've, I've put up there. Plus, I did cut downs of some of our older shows including the Generation Adrenochrome. So if you want to catch up on what our, we were talking about, about the uh, Cannibal Elites, and uh, refresh yourself on what that's all about, um, then go to YouTube to check that out. It's also far off topic. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, feel free to comment or rate. Most of all, thank you for listening. And until you hear from us again, so mote it be. So mote it be. Far off topic.